0: Do this in remembrance of me. How is it that we remember? How is it that there are certain experiences, feelings, interactions, even smells, (laughs) that feel forever embedded in my memory, such that nothing could ever wipe them away, And other things, such as where I last put my keys, whether it's recycling week or not, or remembering to buy eggs at the grocery store, that always seem to evade me. Do our brains work like computer hard drives, able to store up to a certain amount and then the data start to get written over? Or are they like biological imprints that leave their mark on us always? During the pandemic, I developed a near obsession with converting all of our family home movies, which were all on VHS and 8mm cassette tapes, if you remember those, into digital format so they could be preserved. I then made DVD copies of all of them, as well as uploaded them to the cloud, as well as backed up them all on flash drives that I keep in a firebox. Why? Well, when a memory is all you have to connect yourself to the past, to people and places that are maybe not here anymore, the thought of losing them is intolerable. It's what makes Alzheimer's one of the most cruel diseases I can imagine. Because memories are not just fond or not so fond, reminders of what has happened to us over the course of our lives. Memories, scientists say, represent a change in who we are. Our habits, our ideologies, our hopes and fears are all influenced by what we remember of our past, says biologist Ashish Rampura. Memory can even be predictive of who we become. We certainly know this from survivors of trauma. It can take years of therapy to heal the psychological pain caused by the experience of and then the memory of something horrible. But by the same token, the memory of something good, something life-giving, something that gives us a feeling of belonging, that can actually make us more ready to approach the world with hope instead of fear. If I have a memory of being loved as a child, I can move into adulthood knowing that I am lovable, even if I'm not experiencing love in the current moment. Some memories like this might not even involve words that are spoken out loud, but may simply consist of a feeling, a knowing in the heart, or the comfort of physical touch, like an embrace or a caress. Which is why it's so striking to me and so beautiful that when Jesus asks his disciples to remember him, and by extension all of us, as Paul so eloquently put it in that reading, I'm handing on to you what was handed on to me. He does not simply speak to them as if he were a beloved professor giving his final lecture. These are the things I want you always to remember. That's certainly part of it, but it's not the whole thing. Jesus also shares this meal with them. A meal he commands them to carry on forever. How many of your most precious memories are from around a dinner table? The smell of the food that only your grandmother could make. The feeling of the well-worn chairs. The faces that have long since crossed that threshold, but which feel present when we eat that food again. At this meal, Jesus does a similar thing, connecting this sense memory, the bread and the cup, with who he is and what he is about to do for us, to be broken and poured out in love. Remember me this way, he seems to say. And if that weren't enough, then he kneels down takes their dry, cracked feet into his hands and one by one washes them in a basin of water. He pats them dry with a towel. He, their teacher, their superior, their Lord, he takes the role of a servant, so striking that it makes them uncomfortable. But this you must also continue, he says, if you are to be my disciples. It's like Jesus is saying, I did not call you to be the greatest. I did not call you to wield political power or social influence. I did not call you to put my name on things. That is not how I want to be remembered. Love one another as I have loved you. And by that, everyone will know that you are my disciples. Remember me this way. That's why we do what we do on this night. It's not because we are standing in for the original disciples, sort of ritually doing what they did as if we were there. We are remembering him by loving one another now, by kneeling down, by pouring the water and patting each other's feet dry as if we are holding a priceless treasure in our hands. And then by sharing that meal, tasting the bread and drinking the cup, knowing that he is here, present with us when we do, and thus remembering him, and knowing ourselves to be loved by him to the end, as John says, we can continue walking this road together, even if it be laden with crosses, even if God feels distant to the point of abandonment, And know that we are still loved by him, even in the utter darkness. The memory of him keeps us alive. So let us kneel and wash. Let us take and eat. Let us make a new memory tonight so that when we recall this moment with deep love, we will be able to imagine a future in which that love reigns all in all. Amen.